0: Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and um, I have probably about 3 million things to to, uh, tell you about and say to you today and uh, focus, but... um, uh, several announcements, several big things, kind of in the works, about which I'm really excited. Uh, and the first thing is, I want to I want to wish my partner Jilly uh, Jillian Sheridan, a happy birthday. Today's her birthday. We did a solo return uh, reading for her uh, this morning, as I did last year. And at the end of it, she was uh, she was very grateful, and uh, and she wanted to. Um, she wanted to come on the show for a minute. And so just technically, it's going to end up working better. And um, Kira, can you can you play the little uh, the MP3, please?
1: Hello, Contact Talk Radio and Soul's Journey listeners. This is Jillian, Tom's girlfriend, and today is my birthday. And I wanted to gift myself the opportunity to tell you just how remarkable Tom's gifts are. Uh, every year, well, this is a new tradition, so this is the second year in a row. Tom gives me a solar return chart reading. And a solar return chart, in case you're not knowing, is a map of the sky at the exact moment the, re- the sun returns to the same position it occupied, uh, the moment you were born. So, in every year, of course, it's different. So, for instance, uh, today the sun is at 14 degrees Gemini, same same degree as it was when I was born, but all the other planets have changed. So what a solar return chart does is kind of give you an overview of what kind of year uh, you'll have. Um, Anyway, so he gifted me with a wonderful reading this morning he did it last year. And what's remarkable about his readings is that you never know who, what, or who is going to come through. Um, Last year, uh, My guides came through, and in fact, they had him leave the room during the reading uh, so that they could do energy work on me. And it was so profound. I ended up in tears, and I felt amazing um, afterward and had, yeah, quite quite the year, and um, looking forward to the next go-around. Anyway, if you have a chance to get a solo return reading from Tom, I highly recommend it. He is uh, remarkable, adds his very unique twist to all of his readings, and I just want to thank you, Tom, very much. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye, everyone.
2: So, of course, Jillian's my my biggest fan, of course. <laughs> so, so, um, so of course she's going to do that. So, thank you very much and happy birthday to you. And, um, one of the things we're doing this week that was, that was her suggestion is to take a bike building class at a local bike co-op slash art place slash salvage donation place, uh, called BICAS here in Tucson. It's spelled B-I-C-A-S. And, um, it's a pretty amazing place, and this was her idea to, to go in and learn how to put a bike together. So essentially, we go in, and it's five days, four hours a day. So it's it's quite a, it's quite a class, um, and learning all these different things. We've had two days so far, and it's really um, it's really kind of fascinating. And uh, for those of you following my blog posts on the uh, uh, Saturn. Transit uh, conjuncting my son over the last uh, few months, and I've talked a lot about the crystals and and breaking rocks and learning how to polish rocks, and this this bicycle thing is a is another thing because I bike daily. Uh, bicycle is my is my primary uh, vehicle right now, and I'm biking all over all the time, and uh, whether it's hot or or whatever here in Tucson. And, uh, so I'm looking at my bike in a completely new way. So I feel like it's my birthday week because I have this completely new insight on this, this tool that I use every day that now I know that I can take apart and, uh, and fix and, and improve. So, so it's been, it's been a, it's been a good time with that. Uh, so some of these announcements, uh, I want to give you some event oriented announcements, uh, before we get into the show. Um, Saturday, June, uh, July 12th starts the Intuitive Skills Development 1 course. And I already have four out of six signed up. So if you're hearing this, um, contact me right away if you're interested because it fills up pretty quickly. If uh, it fills up and you can't take the class, I'll put your name on a waiting list and let you know the next time I'm going to do it. And when I have a bunch of people, I will schedule another one for, uh, for the fall. So it's a great, it's a great chance to learn about the chakra system as the guides and the master that I work with use the chakra system, but also how to basically put yourself in the driver's seat for understanding why your life has been the way it is. So you're learning about the chakras as you're cleaning up your own emotional history, learning how to see things as your guides and your soul does. Like, why would this experience happen? Why would this thing that's left a a dent in my emotional body, why would that happen? And so we work through all of that and give you a bunch of tools and a bunch of practice and uh, lots of meditation skills and basically reorienting how you see your life I've had requests to do a channeling class before, and this is the version of that that I'm doing at this point, uh, because when you clean up your history and you start to take ownership of what you've experienced, and then you can learn to use the themes and play in your life that your soul has dictated, uh, your soul as part of divine source, then you're more intentional, you flow more. You're less blocked. Intuition is naturally there. Channeling happens uh, if you want it to happen. But you have to clear up your history first. So it's not like you know sitting around and meditating on goodness and wishing for the best uh, and then suddenly you can channel. It's not like meeting some being and then learning how to do it. You actually have to go through and transform your relationship with the things in life that have made you afraid and brought you pain. Because all of those beings can only communicate over loving frequencies. So this class is really to teach you how to come out of fear in various parts of life due to various historical things that have, you know, unfolded for you in this life and other lives, uh, and move into something more intentional now and you flow better. And then if you want to channel, you'll have access to that. Now you don't, of course, need to channel. You don't need to do that. But to have access to your own guides and what they're trying to tell you is very, is very important. Everybody wants to know that uh, he or she is not alone, and this is a great class to take to clear up enough history, and and get really quite a large toolbox of uh, wonderful tools to take with you and to, and to keep working, um, and to keep you know reorienting how your life works going forward. It's a fabulous class. So that starts ten, for ten Saturdays. It starts on uh, July twelfth. The next transforming channeling event, which is when I'll bring uh, Archangel Metatron. And, uh, Ascended Master Jehudi through to do energy work for 90 minutes on a, f- on a phone call, and then you can get the MP3 afterwards, which is just as, uh, just as uh, useful and helpful and impactful. That is Monday, July 7th, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. I don't do events like that on weeknights, uh, but it was a grand water trine because the sun's in Cancer right then. But the moon meets, uh, Saturn and Scorpio, retrograding. And then they're both the sun and then and then the moon Saturn conjunction or trine Chiron and Pisces. I wanted to take advantage of that uh, particular set of symbols uh in a in a you know highly communicative flowing way to work on uh healing the effects of abuse is what the transforming event is going to be about. So if you can't make the call but it appeals to you definitely uh, get the mp3 it'll be just as impactful later uh and you can get info on that uh through my site through my calendar um and that's going to happen again monday july 7th so those are my time-oriented announcements um yeah okay i'm going to do a little bit on mercury retrograde because i want every week to give you a taste of how because i do the show i do stuff about spirituality about you know Past lives, I do different things tonight. It's going to be about um, some stuff about uh, patriarchal sexuality and and uh, <clears throat> and the violence against the feminine, including women. But um, you know, I do those kinds of topics. Sometimes I'll focus on archetypes, or I'll mention certain transits. But I want every week to give you a couple of minutes to show you how in depth uh, in depthly, in depth like uh, I look at transits because uh, through the monthly subscriber service through com um, I'm giving you a user's manual for the coming month with well over an hour of materials to help you a- approach and understand what, what's going to happen. Not just to see what's coming, but to really understand how to live with it consciously. And um, so that's a, that's a monthly subscription. And so tonight I want to talk about Mercury Retrograde a little bit, which it goes retrograde on uh, the 7th, which is three days from now. And um, and it's in uh, early cancer. Right now it's about 2 degrees, and it will uh, station a retrograde about uh, three degrees and change. And um, so it's in cancer. So the, the, the communication about feelings, our feelings about communication, the, uh, the subjective lens through which we can hear and see things, take things personally through communication, um, communicating needs. Communicating uh, fears, communicating about emotions—all these kinds of things are um, to do with with Mercury and and Cancer. Uh, speaking from the heart to the heart, through the heart—all these kinds of ideas. Um, but it's going to station about three degrees and then retrograde back into Gemini. And one of the things that happens with this is not simply that it's you know changing signs, but it's going backward. We are not, except for retrogrades, most often Mercury retrograde—you know—about three weeks time about three uh, three times a year um something goes backward from one sign to the previous sign there's a weird rhythm there's a weird energy we're very accustomed to things going forward the outer planets uh, you know mars and venus retrograde every couple years you know whatever the outer planets retrograde once a year uh but um you know we don't they don't move that quickly, so we don't feel the change of signs in quite the same way. And again, they're not the personal planets. But when um, when Mercury does, we're going from that sense of forward to backward, and you know because it's retrograde, but also because we're going out of order in the signs. So normally uh, in Gemini, we're gathering new data, we're figuring out um, new ways to do things, we're asking questions, we're we're running around, we're buzzing, we're figuring out new things to do, and then it goes into Cancer and we start to feel into our surroundings and feel into ourselves to see uh, am i stable am i rooted you know do i have a soft place to land do i have a place to belong is everything in order on the home front or in my inner world, do I have my emotional foundation set up this way, you know, set up in the right way. So you get a little taste of that. Mercury in cancer for a little bit. And then it turns around and goes back into Gemini. So the Mercury retrograde idea is to rethink, review, uh, visit old plans, you know, check certain motivations for doing mercurial things. uh, And and to allow things not to, not to happen in, in what you think is the right way to allow unexpected events to change what you're experiencing, which will probably show you something new, teach you something new. If you're not too busy griping and moaning because the thing wasn't as you expected, and you can't keep up your very high level of expected productivity. So we just had one today where we're on our way to the to the bikeous, uh bike building class, and we um, turned off of our street. And suddenly it was, you can't, you can't do this. So we had to take this detour and then we kind of had to take this other street and then we got turned around and had to go. Anyway, each of us realized that this is right next to where we live. Neither of us has seen this area. This little streets, we, we stuck on these major streets and it was just an interesting little, you know, view of Vista and, um, and, and Julian commented on, you know, Mercury retrograde, like you see something new. And, um, so that's normal during Mercury retrograde, but we go from the feeling of, of the cancer, Back to the thinking of the Gemini. So to have certain emotions come up and then to try to have to, to figure them out or try to sort through them uh, might be something you're going to try to do. But Gemini is not about sorting things out. You know, like if you have a feeling come up, you want to put words to it. But it goes – Mercury is going back into Gemini. And uh, and so new information is going to come in. But you might already be full. So there's an interesting thing an interesting thing happening. Um uh last year all the retro the mercury retrogrades each of them uh the three of them uh were in water signs. And so now we have this one in water retrograding back into air. So you have um this opportunity to be able to uh see more but perhaps not understand more, but see more, gather more data, gain more gain more facts that may help you uh, put words to things things in some ways. So that is the uh that's the little bit on a on the thing, if you want the full story, uh, the whole user's manual for the month, you can subscribe through tdjacobs.com and I will send you a, it's a, we, I do the whole thing through Dropbox. This month there are two videos, I think uh, uh, th- three MP3s, several charts uh, to cover the new moon, the full moon. Um, there's a channeled meditation. Uh, for the general, uh, theme of the sun in Gemini, as well as a, a video on the sun in Gemini, uh, yeah, a video on the sun in Gemini explaining the astrology of its trek for the month, and then all including major aspects. And then, uh, there's also a video on the major, uh, ingresses and aspect patterns and retrogrades for the month that, that, uh, that content of that one changes quite a lot each month because different things come up. I love doing the subscription service. It was a, it was, um, maybe the first, yeah, I think it was the first thing of my Saturn Sun transit. Saturn uh, conjuncting my second house Sun. The second uh, element was the um, the rocks, which have now really taken off the crystals and, and the gemstones. And now I have this multi-phase plan from a, a Judia Metatron that I started to mention last week on the show. Uh, which I will, when I come back from my my first break, I will go into it more. Uh, so this is Tom Jacobs on the Soul's Journey. I'd like you to stick with me. I'll be right back. <laughs>
0: What your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and Saint Germain, explain soul, life, and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life creating a meaningful life, and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213 925 6019 or visit tdjacobs.com
2: Hey welcome back. This is Tom from tdjacobs.com, the host of The Soul's Journey. And um tonight I'm talking uh, I have been talking about just kind of a different things but now i'm going to start focusing on the topic at hand I, last week i talked about a little bit about the the brecciated red jasper crystals that that i've been working with brecciated means fractured or broken um, and so it's normal red jasper that's been cracked probably because it's next to a fault line that you know and, and the plates moved um, and then after some time Water flows in with more material and it gets all re cemented over over the long haul. And so it's not just pure red. It's got a lot of things that look like impurities or it actually looks, a lot of it looks like um, photos of nebulae, like space satellite cool future tech photos of these amazing things that are breathtaking that I'm sure you and your friends post on Facebook all the time. Anyway, it looks like this amazing, I actually don't have any on my desk right now because I. They were piling up and I had to move them. Um, oh, I have little, I have little scraps. Yeah, they just look like amazing space telescope shots and amazing. Anyway, um, they activate the second chakra. Uh, you, you know, the root is the first chakra and that's right around the anus. And then the second one is a little up. So kind of associated with procreative organs and, um, you know, some of the organs, uh, lower digestive organs and, um, so it activates that, and that chakra has to do with money, about fairness, about what we receive from others and give to others. Um, it's about our creativity, our procreativity and sexuality, and these stones um, will in the next few weeks be charged to heal the effects of sexual abuse. So I don't want to do a heavy show for you tonight, but I am going to talk about some stuff like this, but not go into terrible detail. Uh, but, I, but, I, but I want to, um, I really want to talk about why we're doing this project and, and turn you on to two free PDFs that you are going to want to read. Uh, one is brand new, and one of them is a channeled book that I've had out for several years. Uh, and I'll talk about those in a minute. But with these stones, um, meta- and this is explained in this channel document, um, the, the shorter one that's 33 pages, the short one's 33 pages. The long one's a hundred, so I want you to get I want to get your uh, your reading on uh, in the short term here because um, I want to raise the level of dialogue out of victim perpetrator stuff because it doesn't work. You're never going to heal what's happened to you if you perceive you're a victim, no matter what the situation is or was or or what topic we're talking about. Whether it's money, relationships, uh, sex, what somebody told you, or what, whatever it is, you're never going to heal it if you perceive yourself a victim. So uh, these stones uh, – and that's, that's why I want you to read the 33-page document if you're interested in getting one of these stones. And the, th- that document references the um, – the, the channeled book, The Goddess Book. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what it is. So the Goddess, Past, Present, and Future is um, one of the five channeled books that I brought through. And as I was typing uh, this 33-page document to explain second chakra issues, sexual healings, stuff about abuse, stuff about how your energy field actually functions once you've been injured in some way and how that affects consciousness – and how that sense of powerlessness can be overcome with specific tools and affirmations that Judy and Metatron lay out in this document. It's very important. its I'm, uh, I feel like it's one of the things that I came to the planet to do is, is this kind of project, if not this one. Um, so anyway, um, these stones are going to be charged to, he- to heal second chakra issues, kind of focusing on uh, the energy of, of sexuality. So, even if you haven't experienced abuse, but you would like to get to the bottom of something about sexuality about um, how it flows in your body, how your chemistry functions um, you know what kind of relationships or experiences you might be interested in maybe you have confusion maybe you're not maybe you're not sure at this point about your orientation or what's going on like like any questions about this kind of thing as well as the effects of um you know, painful experiences uh, in that arena, uh, go read this document. And within a couple of months, you'll be able to get a charged red Jasper stone from me. I'm gearing up. I'm doing my own second chakra healing right now so that I can charge these stones. And um, so um, from Facebook, uh, Evolutionary Astrology and Channeling with Tom Jacobs, or on my articles page, you can uh on tdjacobs.com, you can get this 33-page PDF. It's free. and I mean, seriously, I want you to read it. I want you to tell everybody you have ever met to go read it. Uh, and then it will reference the goddess book, which is on my channel books page. So you can go to the store on my site and click through to Channel Books, and it will be the first thing up there. There are several links, because you can still get it in Kindle and Amazon, but I have dropped the prices to the minimums. Uh, but the PDF, it's free, and the link is right there. So I encourage you to get that, too. Basically, I want you to read 133 pages right now. Anyway, um, it's just really important material, because the genesis of the patriarchy explains uh, why all this stuff is happening on this planet, that includes violence against women. I've been mean, here the the reason I uh, scheduled this show is um obviously this stuff has been on my mind um for for a very long time uh, and the uh, Lilith work actually which that's my most popular book still uh you know Lilith healing the wild which is available on Amazon Kindle on my site um that's very really popular because that that archetype of the feminine that is Lilith, the uncontrolled wild feminine comes up, and um when it rises up within us, part of us wonders if we should fear retribution or punishment part of us wonders if we're doing the wrong thing because we won't fit into society anymore and so i've been working with this these energies and these thoughts and talking to jihudi quite a lot over the last few years about all this stuff and doing individual sessions doing healing work for people who have experienced different kinds of abuse uh, including sexual abuse or or have issues about sexuality that that aren't necessarily based in abuse and this is something that's extremely extremely important to me and uh but this stuff with the crystals. Takes it to the you know to the next step because I can give you this object you know this piece of the earth uh, that I've cut and polished um, and then charged with this energy that's a bookmark to an empowering frequency. So this thirty-three page document is going to go into all of this different stuff, beginning and ending, talking about the barricaded red jasper, but um, a lot of stuff in there about the human energy field, the multi-life sexual journey um and all of this is geared toward not looking at particular experiences that a person may have had but any experience regarding sexuality or sex or sexual expression that has engendered anger, fear, shame or guilt or some other Know some other heavy emotions. That's really what we're getting at here. Anything that inspires anger, shame, fear, or guilt, or or other things uh, that kind of fit with those energies, resentment, that kind of thing, rage. Um, That's what these stones are are all about. So I want you can um, follow my my blog, or you can follow me on Facebook, or you can keep listening to the show, uh, or Twitter, or everywhere else my site uh, to be updated but that's going to be within a few weeks you'll be able to get those what I haven't mentioned to anybody thus far uh, except my girlfriend because she's been seeing this process up, uh, up close is that I'm also going to be including with with uh, a certain number like the first so many sold of the Brecated rec- Red Jasper pieces an uncharged but po- polished but uncharged piece of blue variegated tiger eye so tiger eye gold tiger eye is stimulating and that fits with the third chakra blue tiger eye is actually calming and some of the pieces i have are blue some of them are blue and gold which is referred to as variegated and anyway um uh like let's say there are you know 60 red jasper pieces i, I might have like 50 or 55 blue pieces anyway these are for calming down because the red activates the second chakra if you have Anger, guilt, shame, fear, resentment, anything like that about stuff in your second chakra, about past relationships, about difficult experiences in various ways, including sexual, about sexuality, anger may be stirred up. And so Judy asked me to polish these blue stones also but not charge them and give them out to people for free including with it, included with this is so they can use them to calm down and kind of stay in check as they learn to deal with anger, which this document describes – that's why it's 33 pages long because he wants you to have this roadmap of what to do when you get one of these stones or if you want – if you don't go of the stones, if you want to look at these issues and deal with intense anger about the past or defensiveness or being closed down in different ways. A lot of the document is about – the based on the truth that all anger is a response to pain and if we're angry, we won't ever get to the pain in order to really do something effective. To transform that, so um, yeah, this is kind of a this is kind of a big deal. I've been typing this document. I finished it a few nights ago. Um, much of the last month has been spent on this project, uh, and it's not quite done yet. I still have to charge the stones, uh, but they're all polished now. And the last batch of uh, blue blue things are being polished. The blue tiger are being polished in the, in the tumbler now, and um, it's really been. I mean I haven't even charged them yet and it's been kind of a transformative thing for me because I've never channeled both of those beings at the same time, which I've done throughout most of this process, especially during the – bringing that document through. It's written in Jehudi's voice and and you'll recognize it if you've read any uh, channeled material uh, from me or from him through me, Um, but – the whole time I was with Metatron consulting, and they were talking, which I'd never seen before either. So it's kind of a kind of a big deal, and it fits with my intentions. And so they're supporting me. It's not like they're doing this; they're really helping me out and teaching me how to do these things because I have set certain intentions that include having a really positive effect on you know regarding healing of imbalanced or repressed or violent uh, sexuality and those things in our in our fields, abuse of different kinds. So, um, so it's been it's been a it's been an interesting time, and uh, I encourage you to get the 33-page document. That one is called "Healing the Effects of Sexual Abuse with Charged Brecciated Red Jasper." Sounds like an academic paper, but that's but that's what it is. And um, I wrote a little preface just to set things up for you, and then I also wrote a kind of afterward explaining some physical reactions that can occur when we are healing second chakra issues. And then I talk about mostly second chakra, but then also first through uh, sixth to some degree. The other the five of the other ones. I didn't talk about the the, the crown, um, but but just different things that may come up in those chakras and how to deal with how to deal with those f- you know potential physical uh, physical symptoms. So that's what's been going on over here. It's been awesome and humbling and emotional because it does, as I say, fit with. One of my core intentions that I feel is very important for me very important for me to do so read these two, uh, read this document with and this uh, the red Jasper document uh, jehudi and Metatron point at the goddess book goddess past person and future and I was talking with jehudi and essentially i'm gonna I'm gonna be straight with you about what happened i I said um, do you do you really want me to rechannel about the stuff that's in the goddess book and he was like make the make that book available and i was like perfect <laughs> cuz I, I was looking at this it was already like 20 pages or something the 33 page thing and i was looking at it and realizing it was going to be like 60 or 70 pages to go through all the stuff he already said so i just you know opened up to make that pdf ebook ebook free and i i i want to check my web stats in a few weeks <clears throat> and see that thousands of people have gotten these documents. I really want you to get these free these free pages and um, read them and take in the vibration. And even if you don't decide to get a stone, even if you don't have the issues mentioned in there, uh, but you're curious, I definitely want you to read it. But even if you don't get a stone, um, I want you to open to this energy, this frequency from Jehudi in the in the channel book, and then Jehudi and Metatron together in the in the shorter document that's about ending patriarchal garbage through individual choice on a daily basis now that's a big part of the goddess book is how to come out of the patriarchy you know we might say that um that 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 it's um already happening it is we might say that we don't believe those things. We don't believe that uh, women are cattle. We don't believe that uh, sexuality should be repressed. You know, any of, these, any of these kinds of things. We don't necessarily, you know, want to listen to the patriarchal, monotheistic religions and what they have to say. A lot of us have, have, have decided not to, to listen to those kinds of ideas anymore. Um, but the fact is, we are shaped by them and in our energy fields, in our emotional bodies, and therefore our consciousnesses are the effects of 6,000 years of crummy patriarchy. So reading this book will help open things up, and you can see why divine source or all that is or goddess and god energy, why we as a collective, we are goddess and god energy together. Why did we go down the road of patriarchy, which is elevating the masculine, which necessarily necessarily lowers or um Elevates? No. Anyway, it necessarily diminishes the feminine. And that's explained in this book by Jehudi, so I'm really excited for you to read that.
0: Positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self help books and still feel stuck? Call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019. Or visit tdjacobs.com Ever wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book Conscious Living, Conscious Dying Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and Saint Germain explain soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of *Conscious Living, Conscious Dying* now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com.
2: Welcome back to the Soul's Journey. This is uh, this is Tom Jacobs, and. Um, what I was saying when I was so rudely cut off by an internet activity problem uh, was that when we look at the reality of um, sexual violence in our world, which is actually being covered more and more in the press now, we are more attuned to it and it's being covered more. It's a synergistic effect. Um, I think in this one week, I think like the four different news podcasts I listen to, uh you know covered this and talked about it, and actually talked about the media covering these things more, like one was about um a sexual double standard in uh in uh Pakistan. Another one was about uh, something else in India. So, you know, all these things around the world, uh, people are all these. Uh, it's coming to the surface to be healed. It's coming to the surface. Our anger is coming up, and that's what's really escalating: is our anger about these things. That, but we don't know that there is from the purpose of divinity, from the purpose of all that is. Our souls, as a collective, have actually designed this for a reason. So we are in pain. And we need to learn that pain or that anger, which is what's coming up now, covers over pain. And uh, we don't know that. We get into victim states. We talk about the victim-perpetrator deal. It's a paradigm. We—it's not helpful. It's not at all helpful. Um, Each of us is, as it turns out, each of us is a divine being. And our souls are vibrating certain experiences to us. Check out the last couple of months of this show in the archives, The uh, Soul's Journey on iTunes. Uh, I've been talking about this in an escalating fashion, about why things happen to us and the logic of soul, a couple shows on that. And um, so I want you to go back to hear those archives because um, everything that happens to a person or a group or humanity uh, is happening for a reason. There is a certain need to have certain experiences. And our linear logical minds – Cannot understand this until we, you know, kind of take away the dictator for life thing about the brain, about the mind, and we open our hearts and we learn to use our intuitions and our, our imaginations to learn to open up to see the bigger picture as our guides do, which is as our souls do, which is divinity. So everything that happens to a person, there is a reason for it. If we shut ourselves off from being able to see that, because of an anger reaction to pain, an angry reaction to being hurt, we will never get beyond it. This is how you have people all over this planet uh, identifying themselves, identifying as what has happened to them. Carolyn Mace calls this woundology. And uh in her, somewhere in the, uh I think it's in the op- introductory material to Anatomy of the Spirit, uh, she talks about when she, I think when she kind of came up with this word, but when she realized it and she, and she was sitting with somebody who has defining herself in terms of a way she was hurt years and years ago. And it was just right out there. Not like the woman was vulnerable and open, but she was announcing that she was a victim. And this is very prevalent. This is very prevalent. When I hear people doing that, I actually, I no longer know how to respond. I mean, I have compassion, but I can't get engaged and feel sorry. My heart doesn't go out to them. I have compassion, which is actually very different. Um, anyway, so we haven't yet trained ourselves to see the bigger picture. We haven't yet really understood or at all understood that that when anger is present, it is masking pain. And we have to be able to hold space for that anger to dissipate into pain. The really common example, everybody who's hearing this has had this experience, guaranteed. Uh, something has frustrated you off and on or a lot or you it builds up over time and you blow up in anger. Now, for some of us, maybe it's a little more firecrackery or intense and dramatic than others. But um, we've all had this experience of losing our tempers at least once, at least once in a while. When that happens, you don't just sit there and say, oh, yeah, I feel, that felt great. Most of the time you cry. Because you moved all this energy, and what happened is you moved the angry response to the pain. So anyway, if we don't know – if we're not grounded enough to deal with our anger, we can't ever get to the place where we can deal with the pain. One of the things about the charged, red, brecciated jasper stones is that it will – and that's why this 33-page document has come out because Jehudi uh, wants to give instructions. You know, For the Tiger Iron pieces, it was a, like a nine-page document, and then I wrote another page intro, and, uh, and a 25-minute MP3 that you could listen to. And it wasn't that big of a deal. But for this one, it's a big deal because uh, this is really specifically focused on these really intense emotions that go with the second chakra very specifically. Red, this color, will activate – Anger will activate. It'll activate uh, any pain stored in there too. But most of us have defensive strategies to, you know, uh, in place surrounding what has hurt us in the past, so that we don't have to be hurt going forward. So, but we go around in anger. We go around in anger. When I was doing the the work on the Lilith book, um, it became really clear to me that I, I I was born in the early 70s, and so just before I was born. Um, the feminist movement really rose up and and um, what I have to say about that I state clearly in the Lilith book. I encourage you to read that too. But anger defines that movement and that is the first wave. Like when you're talking about the pain of millennia of garbage about sexual abuse, sexual violence, women as cattle, owning women, repressing sexuality um, – you know, uh, patriarchal sex, which is a whole other topic, kind of like the, the kind of patriarchal idea of what sex is for, which is procreation, uh, you know, through established lawful relationships where one person owns another. That's kind of the patriarchal idea. And if you're, you know, if you're really into some patriarchal religion, please don't be personally offended that I'm saying this. I actually was talking to Julian last week and I said, I've been thinking for months. I've been trying to figure out like the Lilith video. A Lilith video up there. I think it was the first one I had done uh, months ago. um, Has one like and one thumbs down, one dislike, one unlike, anti-like. And I and I've been thinking about it for months. Like, who would hate this video? Somebody who like loves repressing women. Like, who would do this? And And she said something like, "Well, it might be somebody who, you know." is an adherent or believes in a religion that you it might seem you're bashing and she didn't say it quite like that but but then i was like oh my god that's right people still believe things people still believe in religions but anyway um so i'm not trying to personally insult anybody it's just for me it's an outmoded paradigm to you know read in a book how we should be instead of checking in with our inner truth so i do a lot of work with people who are coming out of being associated with religions and i don't ever bash any of those religions actually I thought I forgot about this, but I just remembered as I was talking about it. Um I worked with a I worked with a guy recently, a new client, did two readings for him a few weeks ago. Um, and I looked at first thing I look at his chart and I see you have grown up inside tiny boxes and all the people who love you, just like you know, the symbols in the chart. I'm not giving you his data or talking about all these things, but, but just like that's what the chart said to me. People who love you have offered you a tiny box in which to put yourself, and you're miserable. Right? <laughs> you know, that's kind of the summation, the summary. And it turns out that it was the the religion of the family, and he and he ended up um, uh, resigning or leaving and, and writing them a letter which was sincere, and they got it, and they were very supportive. But who knew what was going to happen, you know? Anyway, and I asked him if I could share that story on the show because. Um, um, you know, in that, that generic way, because to take a risk like that is a big deal. So, anyway, anyway, I didn't really you know, tell the story as I wanted to, but they'll um, do it in the future. But anyway, um, so yeah, if you're, you know, if you're, I don't want you to be personally offended if, if you're into one of those uh, patriarchal religions, but I want you to understand that um, these are tools for us to learn how to live together, to, you know, different ways to organize society. Uh, to have society, but they engender a, a fear-based mindset about who we really are. Our instinctive sides, our animal sides, our primal natures are not welcome, and therefore suppression is the is the name of the game. A repression and suppression, and anything that is is repressed or suppressed will come out in a messed up way later. I think I think the way I've, I've read Jeff Green say it multiple times is um uh. Suppression leads to distortion, and that's exactly that's exactly the name of the game. I think he might use that in terms of like plutonian stuff, and and when things get really dark with plutonian stuff. But but in general, anytime something natural is suppressed, it comes out in a messed up way later. So that's one of the reasons that we're dealing with all this sexual violence now, and why it's um, I mean one of the reasons why it's up right now in our fields, uh, in, from my perspective through. You know all these. I mean, through all these uh, media outlets that I've been been listening to, and all these different stories and observations about what's happening, and and really pointing out the obvious, but really talking about it. Obviously, it's already been obvious. Um, But one of the reasons that that it's happening to the degree it is is because it's not natural for any of us to hold tension or to hold things that are out of balance. And in order for us to move ahead as a species, which we inevitably are. We have to clear out what's blocking us. Now, part of this has to do with money and power regarding, you know, Pluto in Capricorn square Uranus and Aries, and the series of seven squares uh, between 2012 and 2015. And you've heard me talk about that. You've heard, you've read a lot of astrologers and heard people talk about that. Uh, you can go to my blog if you want to read what I've written about that. Um, and you can look up like tag Uranus or whatever, and you'll get all that. You'll get all those posts. Um, I probably like eight or ten posts or something over the last uh, couple of years. But um, one of the reasons it's coming up is because it needs to get resolved. But as I said, the first wave is anger. That will be more and more prevalent. You know, you know, we're just you know this idea that we're not going to take it anymore. This is not just unfair, etc., But the, the whole thing beca- that can become kind of a tirade. And I, I want to have compassion for everybody who has anger. But I want everybody who has anger to sit down, get grounded and alter perspective. And that's what this 133 pages of free channel documents, you know, that I'm, that I made available this week are about. If we can get, if we can develop or don some humility in order to kind of go beyond the identity of wronged, the identity of uh, victim and step out of the victim perpetrator thing, because if you can't see, that every other every single other person is a piece of the divine just as you and your loved ones are then you're not evolving so here's where the conversation gets a little crazy but think about your opinions of fascists and dictators and nazis and hitler do you think hitler's in hell hitler's not in hell no none of these people are in hell there's no hell we have to deal with the with the perception that we've done terrible things we have to deal with the judgments of others our self-judgment so somewhere on this planet probably there's a an adorable little 4-year-old girl who is a reincarnation of Hitler who's learning about how to be loved how to be an artist how to be creative how to be ambitious which are his life themes so anyway no, you know think about what you think about evil and the whole victim perpetrator dynamic that paradigm it's on its way out but only if Individuals and then collectives comprised of the individuals can have some humility and groundedness enough to step out of identifying as the person who was wronged. Um, so that's a big thing that I have to say. I <laughs> just, like, whoa, there's a lot of places I could go with that um, with just a couple minutes left here in the hour. Um, I'm going to tell one story and it's personal. It kind of fits with this because I want I want you to see that that this is a real daily daily thing. Um, and this, yeah, this is. I'm gonna. Am I gonna do this live? Am I gonna do? This? Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I don't talk about this very much because I don't understand it any longer. Um, but again, God bless everybody. God bless people who believe in religions. That's fine. I was raised in a Reform Jewish home. And at this point in my life, I don't, I don't understand that. I understand that it's a particular way of being. It's a family tradition. I understand it's like a religion, right? It's like a philosophy that then people invest themselves in and really follow and teach their families and kids and, you know, maintain communities. I get that. Um, but my relationship with it has become, it is, you know, it's another thing. It's another, another, um, you know, it's another way of thinking, essentially. Like I can listen to, those texts, or I can listen to channel books from Jehudi, or I can like listen to Oprah or Dr. Oz. I mean, I could listen to anybody. Anyway, so um, yeah, I can't tell. Anything I'm going to say here is going to sound like I'm tearing Judaism apart, which I'm not trying to do at all, certainly. But anyway, the last job I had in LA, the last job I had before going into this work full-time started about five years ago, actually. Um, and it was the last few months I lived in LA and the only job I could get – I needed like an office job and the only job I could get was at a synagogue. And I was like, universe, are you kidding me? Because I don't relate to that anymore and I didn't understand why I needed to have that experience. And, I, and I, But I took the job. I took it and um, I was there for five months before they fired me on completely baloney reasons that just basically – were a thinly veiled universe saying, you know what, you don't belong here. You, you did the thing you needed to do, let's, let's move. And I came to Arizona uh, right after that. Um, what I really got though when I got there was um, my aversion to the victim thing. And one of my jobs was to interact with all the congregants. And everybody had a sad story or a, or a victim story in different ways, like on a personal level, but then of course collectively they share this thing. Um, you know, back back through history. And I realized that's why I don't identify this way anymore. Because I don't think I don't believe that, but I also anyway, this obviously it's a longer story than I have right now. But um but but the point being I was very clear that I wasn't about that and I got stuck in that that situation. I got put in that situation so that I could have compassion for that and not just be kind of confused and intellectual and kind of like that doesn't make sense to me, to have compassion for it. So I was able to see right like when people do have anger, it covers over pain. When people do have pain, they may not be sure how to have com- compassion for themselves. We as a collective don't know how to come out of the victim thing. Anyway, that was it was like a, lear- uh, a learning module in this big in this big dialogue uh, that I've been having with um, with life for for uh, for a number of years. Um, I guess I'm leaving that story kind of unfinished, but that's okay. So we're coming up to the end of the show. Um, Again, I want you to get these uh, free channel documents. It's uh, incredibly important uh, to read this material and to understand why we as a collective are doing patriarchy, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine exists. As I said, it's an elevation of the masculine in order to get certain things done – which naturally resulted in a diminishment of the feminine. And, uh, it helped me heal quite a lot of things, channeling that book and bringing that through. So I really want you to get that. So for the upcoming events and also the, uh, the 33 page, uh, PDF, the Brecade to Ridge Jasper channel doc, which is, uh, which is frankly amazing. It's more specific stuff about, um, sexuality and energy and consciousness and sexual healing than I had brought through, uh, before. So it's really great. All that's through chitijacobs.com. Um, and then the event healing the effects of abuse it's a channel event ninety minutes monday july seventh six p m Pacific for an hour and a half get the m p three if you um if you can't make that time and uh, these are really intense meditation slash energy work events where Metatron and energy Metatron and energy Metatron and jehudi and I do energy work, and the energy work is actually captured in the frequency of my voice on the recording which is why it's just as effective later. So I encourage you to sign up for that and then check out the intuitive skills uh class uh starting for 10 Saturdays on July 12th and uh, keep an ear out and eye open for the charged brocaded red jasper crystals uh which uh which are going to help you come out of all kinds of second chakra things. Thank you for your time and energy. Thanks for your attention. Happy birthday again, Jilly. And um, and I will talk to you all live next week. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.